Welcome back to another episode of Lazy Boy Coaches. I'm Scott. I'm Alan. And uh, today we're going to go over the week three of the NFL and then look forward to uh, week four. We've also got uh, NBA Finals that are starting tonight. And baseball playoffs also started. So there's a lot to get to. There is. And sorry about missing you guys last week. I had some work issues come up, so I wasn't able to be here. But yeah, life happens. It does. Um, so let's start with the Thursday game. It was really kind of a game nobody really cared about. You had Dolphins at Jaguars. I mean, there wasn't much to speak of. I mean, I, I had Dolphins winning, um, and they won 31-13. The only bright spot, really, uh, of that Jacksonville team was James Robinson. Um, from a fantasy standpoint, he put up real good numbers, but that Jacksonville team is a mess. It is, and I mean, the score was a lot higher than I thought. I never saw Miami putting up 31 points, but you know they got it done, and I don't think we're going to see much more games like that from Miami, but you never know. They got They got a few good players on that offense. Hey, Fitzmagic was dealing, man. At one point, he completed like 18 straight passes. The problem with Fitz, though, is what's he going to do next week? Right. You know, I mean, it's awesome because I think the longer Tua gets to set out, I think the better off it's going to be for him, especially with, you know, the no offseason and all that. I think this that's really good for him. But I can't help but to think we'll be seeing Tua at some point this season. Oh, I'm sure. You don't draft a guy that high to sit him all season long. No, and the Chargers learned that real quick with their quarterback. Right. Speaking of, uh, our next game on the slate is Panthers-Chargers. And I had Chargers winning, but, you know, unfortunately they couldn't get it done. They had a shot there at the end, and it was almost epic. Almost. The It was almost epic. I mean, you should never have to go for that play in the first place. But it doesn't really surprise me, you know, Herbert, he's just now getting into the grooves of things. He's starting to look better. I mean, he's still struggling with the turnovers, but he's starting to he's starting to get better. He's starting to get a feel for it. You can tell him and Keenan Allen have a great relationship. Because yeah, and we're missing <clears throat> we're missing a lot of pieces on defense right now. Matter oh, fact, Ingram, that that one hurts you guys big time. And Chris Harris Jr. just went on IR with a broken foot today. Uh, yeah, we're. Derwin James yeah. is out. It's just a shit show. It It is, but that's kind of been the Chargers' things the past couple years. It hasn't been that they haven't had talent. Because especially on the defensive side of the ball, for the past three years, you guys have had the names to be the number one defense in the NFL. Yeah. It's just you always get hit with injuries. Yeah. Like, I don't know who your team injury guy is, but you might need to find a new conditioning coach because <laughs> this guy's not getting it done. Yeah, but that's... Back-to-back weeks where Herbert's thrown for over 300 yards. First quarterback in NFL history to do so. Yep, yep. Um, the next game on the slate was Bears-Falcons. The story of this game is, once again, the Falcons pissed away a double-digit lead. Well, and let's not forget, you know, Trubisky got benched. Right. Oh, he's done in Chicago. I, I, it's Foles time. Is it really just Chicago where he's done? I mean, as a quarterback, at his age, is he willing to take a backup role? Because he's not a starter in the NFL. 
you, man, Chicago really fucked that up. You look at the players that they could have had instead of Trubisky, not only in that draft, but the draft picks that they traded away to move up, the players that they could have had, they fucked that up bad. They did. And, I mean, I wasn't high on Trubisky when he came out. I just didn't really see him progressing in the NFL. And he's really not. I mean, he makes horrible reads constantly. I mean, he only started, like, six or seven games in college. And he wasn't even on that good of a team. Right. Like, he didn't see any competition, really. And when he did, they got destroyed. So I don't know what everybody thought they saw in him. I think it's more that he... He had the prototypical size. That's about it. Right. I mean, I remember the quarterback that came out of Nebraska. People wouldn't shut up about the size of his hands. His hands are so big. He didn't even get drafted. Right. So, you know, that that is... But the Falcons need to do some soul searching. Like, what is going on in Atlanta? Yeah, they need to do something. Because that's, what, two, three weeks now that they've had double-digit leads and they've pissed it away? At least two. And, I mean, Dallas and Chicago, they're not a threatening team, you know? Yeah, and they, they, they have playmakers. Like, Calvin Ridley's... It just exploded this year, and, and they have no wins. Right. It, yeah, it's it's crazy. But like we were saying before, this is probably going to be Matt Ryan. You know, last or you know he might have one season left in him, but I don't see Matt Ryan around much longer. No. Uh, the next game on the schedule was Bills Rams, and it was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. A lot closer. I was listening to that game, and I'll tell you what, I was. it was a great game up until the final seconds of that thing, you know. When Buffalo got down there, and they were, you know, pushing in, what was it, 17 seconds left before they finally got it in there. It, and who would have thought that we'd be sitting here saying Buffalo is 3-0? and Josh Allen has looked really, really good. Oh, yeah, the improvements between Josh Allen is just insane. It's, he's not even the same quarterback last year. You know, last year he had interceptions galore. This year, so far, in three weeks, he's been able to avoid those. And the results are they're 3-0 and as a football team. Yeah. And, you know, everybody wants to talk about, oh, well, I, the Rams got jobbed on a pass interference call at the end. First off, I don't think they got job. Second off, karma. <laughs> right? Yeah, how does it feel? You know? But, again, I'm going to go back to why they took away the challenging of pass interference calls. There has been now three weeks in a row where a pass interference calls have cost teams games, and they're not letting receivers do anything this year. There's almost been more offensive pass interference calls so far than defense. I think they took it away mainly because so many coaches were challenging it and nothing was getting changed, so it made no sense. Right. And there was, I mean, there was quite a bit of them where they should have, they could have been overturned. And if they had it this year, at least that takes away the ability to say, whoa, come on now. That was not pass interference. I mean, these, these wide receivers, they're not even extending their arms all the time and they're still getting flagged. Yeah. There, there's been a couple, but not enough to try to re-implement the rule, I don't think. I, I, I think it'll be back next year. Um... The next game was Washington at Cleveland. 
it was, you know, Cleveland looked improved. You know, it looks like they're kind of going in the right direction. They're 2-1 and one now. Baker looked pretty good. Chubb was Chubb, you know. Even with splitting carries, you know, he was over 100 yards, a couple of touchdowns. And for Washington, Dwayne Haskins isn't the answer. I... I mean, maybe if he gets some time to where he can work, but year two is not going to be much different than his year one. Uh, no, absolutely not. I mean, you see flashes where this guy looks like, you know, he could be a competing quarterback in the NFL, but they're just flashes and there's so few and far between that they don't have anybody else to go to, though. Right. I mean, do you really want to try to stick Alex Smith in there? No. I mean... Yeah, he could. He would probably be okay, but all it would take is that one hit, and his career should be over. I mean, Kaepernick, <clears throat> Kaepernick. I don't think we're gonna see Kaepernick. It's a viable option. It, it's a it's a great option. You know, there was a guy who did this experiment where he put Kaepernick on on every single team in Madden, and then simulated the season. He won like four. He won the Super Bowl with like four teams. And he made it to the playoffs with, like, every team he went to. Granted, it's a video game, but you can use Madden to gauge things, you know. Yeah. It will give you a pretty good reading. But the problem is, if Denver hasn't signed Kaepernick by now, I don't think a team will. Because Denver hasn't had a quarterback for the past four years. Yeah, they're they're rolling out, uh, what's his name, Rippin. Somebody I've never even heard of. I was going to say, like, did they get this guy off the street and been like, well, he's got to be better than what we got. Right. But, yeah, I mean. And Washington has a pretty good front seven defense. Yeah, it's not their defense. I mean. I mean, yeah, they gave up 34 to the Browns, but. but how long were they on the field? Right. You know, the offense is not giving their defense any breaks. No help whatsoever. No. And, you know, Cleveland's sitting at 2-1. and one. I mean, that's about where I had them. I don't think I had them there. I'm pretty sure I did not. I don't have my paperwork in front of me, but I'm pretty sure I had them 0-3. Wait, no, I think I had them beating the Redskins. I mean, I don't see them making a whole lot of noise, but they have the talent to do it if they can put it all together. It, it mainly rests on Baker. If he can progress, if he can be the quarterback that everybody thinks he can be, then they will do fine. And he's shown that so far. I mean... Week one was shaky... But since then, every week, he's shown a little bit more improvement. And I think it, it helps, you know, getting the reps since there wasn't a, a, you know, a preseason. There wasn't a whole lot of time with the new coach, you know, with the new system. Uh, but these last couple of weeks, you know, the offense under Kevin Stefanski has looked a lot like it did in Minnesota when he was the offensive coordinator there. You know, the, the short to intermediate passes, get the ball out quick, move the pocket. Those are things that Baker does well. So if they can keep building on that, I think the Browns will be just fine and possibly even a playoff team. And I, we can't forget to mention the maturity of Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I mean, he has matured so much from last year to this year. You know, he's not he's not making stupid comments. He's not doing the flashy things that Baker's kind of been known to do he's been all business yep and once again that is showing in his play and i'm rooting for baker mayfield i the nfl needs more quarterbacks like baker mayfield 
You know, Murray's the same way. Different type of quarterback, but but same way. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see Baker Mayfield, you know, week 17. Yeah. What are we talking about with him? Yeah. Our next game was the Titans at the Vikings. And this came down to, you know, a, a field goal within the last two minutes. Um, I think it was like a minute and a half they kicked the field goal to win at 31-30. And the Vikings, they looked good until they just collapsed. I mean, Justin Jefferson had a huge breakout game, seven catches, 175 yards. I mean, he's it's his breakout rookie performance. The problem is, is what is going on with Kirk Cousins? Yeah. I mean, they signed Kirk Cousins to this huge contract, and besides a, a miracle in the playoffs, he really hasn't done much as a starting quarterback. Yeah. And Dalvin Cook had a huge game. You know, you have a running game. He had 181 yards. That's big, you know. Oh, yeah. Dalvin Cook is great. Um, it's just... Kirk Cousins, we, we've seen it again. They said, Kirk, go earn your paycheck. And he's like, you're paying me anyways. I don't have to do anything. Yeah. Um, the next game was Raiders at Patriots. You know, Raiders came in at 2-1. and one, Or, sorry, they were 2-0. and oh. um, They lost to the Patriots. But I didn't expect them to be 2-0. You certainly didn't. You had them going 0-16. I did. I hate David Carr. <laughs> but Derek. Derek Carr, yeah. I hate David Carr, too. I say, I mean, same thing. Just we don't have to change. Same yeah. thing, different, just different face. Like, there's one family with a whole bunch of crappy players in their team. The but, thing with the thing with the Patriots, you know, especially, like, for my fantasy team, I want no part of that Patriots backfield because it's never the same guy twice. This week, it was Rex Burkhead. You know, three touchdowns. Where, where did that come from? Well, I knew he was capable of it because I like Nebraska. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, how long ago was he at Nebraska? He's what eight eight years into the league now. I, I think so. But the thing with Rex is he's always shown his ability to to catch the ball out of the backfield. Right, but what I'm saying is with that Patriots backfield, you know, it's never the same guy. Oh no, you can't because you pick Sony Michelle, it's gonna be Rex Burkhead scoring every touchdown. You pick Rex Burkhead, it's gonna be Sony Michelle. You pick or James White or you know. I'm really surprised they haven't been playing him as much. Uh, he's been injured, but he's coming back. Yeah, and I mean, and so far we've seen the cam that we that we were expecting. Yeah, uh, to a certain degree. Um, uh, he actually started running the ball against the Raiders. That was surprising. Yeah. He's looked really timid in the run game, and I hate his clothes. <laughs> I'm putting that out there. Fashion, if that is fashion, I'm way behind. Can't stand it. Yeah. Um, the next game was 49ers at the Giants. And a severely depleted 49ers team at that, and they blew out the Giants. Yeah, well, my boy Daniel Jones once again led the team in rushing yards. Yeah. The Giants are 0-3, so how's that uh, super high on, on Daniel Jones going Daniel Jones it? has been playing good. No, he hasn't. Daniel Jones is garbage. Did, we've already went through this. As he has the same exact stats as a Kyler Murray, you want to talk about how garbage he is. No, he doesn't have the same stats. Yes, he does. Now he's got two more interceptions than him. The touchdowns, I mean, they haven't, I don't even think the Giants have scored a touchdown yet. <laughs> so, I mean, you can't go with that. But Daniel Jones' play 
is far more, is even more improved than last year, and he's got nobody. He doesn't even have, you know, his running back anymore because he's done. Yeah, it's, he's garbage. Okay, then Kyler Murray's garbage. No, Kyler Murray is producing. So is Jones. No. Look, we already went through this argument before. We looked up the stats. They're identical except for Daniel Jones has more more yards passing than Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray has a much, much higher QBR. Much higher. No, you're looking at his quarterback rating, but the, the overall rating of Kyle Murray and Daniel Jones are seven points apart. No, no. I showed it to you. We can still look at the stats even if you want. I guarantee you they're still almost identical. Differences, Kyle Murray's got a defense he can rely on. Kyle Murray's got a running back he can go with. And he's got options to throw to. Jones has none of that and is still matching the numbers. Are they winning? We're talking about one team that has a defense and another team that doesn't have a defense. We're talking about one team who has a they run game. They don't have game. an offense. Well, I was getting there. They don't have a run game. Like, Daniel Jones is doing all this with a tight end. And Sterling Shepard. Well, yeah, Sterling Shepard. Anyway. Anyways, we're going to talk about this in week 17. And I'm going to tell you, when Daniel Jones has over 3,000 yards passing and looking a lot better than he, you know, Not than what it's showing. Okay. The Giants are going to be in the running for the number one pick. And they will move on from Daniel Jones. No, they won't. They've already done said with the number one pick, he'll be a wide receiver. I highly doubt it. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Uh, our next game was Eagles and Bengals. Uh, I really expected the Eagles to be a lot better than they are. Yeah, you had them winning the NFC. But they tied the Bengals 23-23. That's a loss. For everybody but the Bengals, that is a loss. If you tie the Bengals, you lose that game. Yeah, like, I don't... And how does it feel to get rid of Foles, and he goes on and tears it up, and meanwhile, Wentz is like, eh. There was a lot of poor poor game management on the coach's part during this game. Was it the coach, or was it the false start, you know, to knock him from... Like a 47-yard field goal back to like a 57-yard field goal at, there at the end of the game. Well, that too. But you can't shoot yourself. Like when right. you're in that position, right. how but, do you jump? But during the game, there was a lot of questionable decisions made. I just, I don't know what the fuck's going on with the Eagles. It's, then you get rid of their head coach. I don't think so. Like he's been good. Really? He's, he's been good. He's dismantled that team since he's got there. What was his first move as head coach? He took him. They won a Super Bowl under him. He still got rid of their best running back. He's got rid of you know their top talent, and he makes horrible calls. Miles I, Sanders is a good running back. Has yet to show it. I mean, Grant, he's got nobody to go. This with. This is his second year. Like, he's a good running back. I'm not saying he's great. I'm not saying he's top shelf. But he's a good running back. 
but is good what the Eagles need when they're showing how weak that offensive line is? No, it's... They they definitely have problems up front. I, mean, I can guarantee you we could take Ezekiel Elliott's... Like, well, okay, let's not use him because I don't know what's going on with him. But take one of the top running backs, stick him with the Eagles, and they'll be garbage. I don't think so. You got... They're, 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 Eagles line is way too... They got to work on that. Yeah. Which which is surprising because over the last couple of years, they've had a top-tier line. But they had guys fucking traded. They had guys retired. It's just... And they'll be it bad. It happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, next was Texans at Steelers. Uh, Texans are 0-3 now. What do, we, what do you think about, like... I kind of expected them to do a little bit better than that. Um, I think their problem is, is last year, they won games based on their running game. And since Watson's back, it's like they're trying to establish themselves as a passing team, and they've kind of left the run game. You know, for me, it... I don't necessarily want to say exposed, but... It's kind of like without DeAndre Hopkins to bail you out, it's almost like Deshaun Watson's been exposed as a mediocre quarterback. He's definitely making a lot worse decisions, you know. He doesn't have that. Because Hopkins was a very comfy safety blanket. Oh, yeah. You know, he, he could run those routes. He caught those hard balls. And you see the receivers now, like Fuller, he's good. But he can't make the same catches that Hopkins made. And there's nobody to draw attention off of them. Yeah. So, it's going to be a long year for the for the Texans. Yeah. Um, and, let's face it, the Steelers are a whole different team when they got Big Ben out there. Yeah, and Steelers won that 28-21. James Conner had a solid day, 109 yards and a touchdown. But, you know, it wasn't much to speak of. That Steelers defense looks pretty good. Um, they're sitting at 3-0. and which that puts them at the top of the division right now after Monday night. Yeah. Um, our next game was Jets at the Colts. It went exactly the way I thought it was going to go. Yeah, I'm sorry, but the Jets will get the number one pick. I think by next week they will have fired Adam Gase. He doesn't know. The players don't respond to him. You know, he, he doesn't look like he knows what the hell he's doing. By his team's record in, t- in play, he doesn't know what he's doing. And it's not just that, you know, like, they're just a bad team. You look at it, and they have no talent, really, at any position. At any skill position, they got zero talent. And, you know, for, for those that play fantasy, the Colts defense put up, like, 30 points. The Colts defense. Yeah. I mean... It's been a while since we've been able to say the Colts defense has done anything. Yeah, they were just feasting on Sam Darnold. Yeah, and see, that's what really gets me. Sam Darnold had a chance to be a competitive quarterback, and just I, not with the Jets. Right. You, they're ruining his career. Oh, they done ruined it. I think already where he is now, his mindset, you can't come back from that. No, I think you can. I think if he goes to a different team and is in a little bit better situation... I think he can. I, no, I really just, do. 
the Jets. Like I watched his college career. As you know, he was a USC quarterback, and he was good. He was real good. So I think in a different situation, under a different coach, a different culture or environment, I think he can regain what he had. USC has proven they can produce some really good college quarterbacks that do not transition well. Yeah. I mean, and the Jets are obsessed with taking USC quarterbacks and destroying their careers before it starts. Mark Sanchez. Mark, Mark Sanchez was going to be a great quarterback until he went to the Jets. Um, same thing with uh, Sam Dar not Sam Darnold. Yeah, Sam Darnold. Yeah. He, he was a good quarterback. We used to, I watched him at USC. I hate USC, but I watched him because he was such an NFL-ready quarterback. You know, he was making checkdowns to his back out of the backfield. And then he gets to the Jets, and they just like, okay, we're going to do everything you're not good at. Right. And, you know, it's like Carson Palmer had a decent career. Carson Palmer, yeah, he did. And he even had that decent career with the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, he 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 went from the Bengals to the Raiders to Arizona. Didn't he go to... Yeah, he went to Arizona. Yeah, he was at Arizona. Um, he did real good at Arizona. I think they even made, almost went to the Super Bowl once with him. But when you talk about USC quarterbacks, you know, you got uh, Matt Leinhart, mm -hmm. Mark Sanchez, uh... I'm not going to say Sam yet because, like you said, he still has a chance if he can get out of New York to turn around his career. It's just going to be really hard because he hasn't been able to show what he can do yet, so teams have to go off of the video they have of him. Right. Um, our next game is the Buccaneers at the Broncos. Again, that went about the way I expected it to. Uh, the Buccaneers, 28 Broncos 10. Broncos are now 0-3, which is about where I had them. Um, you know, it's, it is it is what I expected it to be. Like I said, the Broncos are now on their third quarter, second or third string quarterback. It's not even the second or third string quarterback. No, I'm pretty sure he's their third string. Because, um, yeah, I know, you know, Locke did not work out. Um I don't. I don't know. No, Locke got hurt. What? Even if he didn't get hurt, uh, he's. I don't think he's ready for. I don't think he's ready yet. Well, and it didn't help that you know they lost Cortland Sutton, his number one wide receiver. You know, it, it's just been injury after injury. Oh, their defense. You know, they Von Miller's out. Von Miller, and they just lost their other uh, rush end. Yeah, Bradley Chubb. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, everybody's just getting hurt. I mean, I didn't expect anything out of the Broncos anyway. So I'm not surprised there. They'll win next week, though. Maybe. They're playing the Jets. <laughs> I know. One shit team versus another shit team. Uh, but the next game on our slate was Lions-Cardinals. Did not see this. Uh, no. Um, I mean, I kind of expected it to be a close game, which it was. It was Lions 26, Cardinals 23 uh, on a last-second field goal. Stafford looked pretty good. Um, Kyler Murray looked pretty good. How did AP do that game? Uh, 22 carries, 75 yards. So, not bad. You know, he's getting, the, like, 60-65% of the run share there. Hall of Fame running back. I know, but why would you draft a 
you know, a guy in DeAndre Swift and then not use him. Because AP wasn't available. That's true. Um, next was a fantastic game. A fantastic game. Oh, it depends on who you talk to about that game. Cowboys at Seahawks. Uh, I thought it was a great game. Natasha thought it was a, My wife thought it was a great game. But I have a friend who once again swears up and down that every time the refs, the Cowboys play, the refs get paid. Oh, well, of course. Like, every time. He's still on that pass interference call. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, DK Metcalf, man, he, early in the game, had, like, a 70-yard touchdown. Had a good two, three yards on the guy. Caught it. Started jogging towards the end zone the last five yards. I love when this happens. And the DB ran up and just punched it out of his arms out the back of the end zone for a touchback. Which sucks balls for me because I have him on my fantasy team. I was like, sweet, a long-ass touchdown. That's big points. Oh. There's only one Saturday fantasy play. play. I got to tell this story real quick because it's hilarious. Uh, I was playing fantasy football. This was a long time ago, back when the Eagles were uh, in the play, going for the playoffs. And my brother had the running back at their time. I can't think of his name right now. But uh, busted off that long run. It was about ready to score. My brother was all excited because he was going to win the fantasy game. And then he... He dropped down at the two-yard line because they had the game won. And oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he dropped at the two. My brother's like, what? What? I, I It's going to win. And he, he lost because there was no touchdown, obviously. Yeah, because he wanted to run the clock out instead of scoring the Westbrook. Touchdown. Brian Westbrook was, yeah. Yeah. Greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, but, yeah, so that, that Cowboys-Seahawks game, you know, DK Metcalf made up for his fuck-up by catching the winning touchdown at the end. Russell Wilson set an NFL record and just looked once again even better than I foresaw him playing this oh, year. Oh yeah, he he's definitely making a case for his first MVP, which I think it's crazy that he hasn't even gotten any MVP votes in his career. What? Yeah, that is weird. He's he's won the Super Bowl. Yeah, and he does it like yeah, they had the Legion of Boom, but you know what? It's not like they won the games for him. I mean, what was it last year? He accounted for like. 38 of their 42 touchdowns. Like, yeah. And he is also a quarterback that was never supposed to make it. Whether running or passing, he accounted for all those touchdowns for him. You know, he carried that team and got nothing. Like, yeah, no. And I mean, it's a travesty. Uh, next was the Sunday night game, which was kind of a shock to me. Uh, it was Packers at Saints, and the Saints don't look that good. Like, I had them winning their division. Drew Brees looks old. He won't throw the ball deep. No. that That's something that, you know, my wife is a Saints fan, and that's something that we talked about is he won't pull the trigger on the deep ball. And without Michael Thomas to catch all those underneath balls for him, they don't look that good. And they should. I mean... They're not using Kamara like they should. Um, he should be getting every the touch. He should be getting every carry right now. Yeah, Alvin Kamara's a beast. Um, you have good wide receivers. You know, it's not like Thomas went down. And they were left with nothing. They still have good wide receivers. It's just now their game is downfield, and Breeze won't let it go. Right. 
the announcers even pointed it out. He will not throw anything over 20 yards. It's like he'll look downfield and then he'll double clutch it to look at something underneath. And that's when he gets sacked or that's when he you know throws an incompletion. He's afraid to pull the trigger. Or he'll dump it off to Alvin Kamara on a third and seven when he's when Kamara's only got like two yards. Right. He's afraid to pull the trigger deep. Uh, yeah. and I, I don't know if it's because he's getting old and doesn't have the arm strength anymore or... Maybe there's an injury that we don't know about, and you know he's working through that. I don't know what it is, but even you know, I guess we'll wait and see if it improves throughout the season. Thomas comes back, right? Yeah, he'll be back. So maybe, but then again, he, Thomas is dealing with a high ankle sprain. You know, those you never know how long those things are going to keep you out. Yeah. Um. But on the other side of the ball, Aaron Rodgers is doing Aaron Rodgers things. You know, he looks great. Oh, and. Jones is a running back. Yeah. Like, I know I had him on my list and you had him on your list, but no one saw him producing like this. Yeah. And and Alan Lazard, out of nowhere, you know, a guy that was a practice squad guy two years ago. You know, he, he's had six catches, 146 yards. Yeah, he's made himself onto an NFL roster. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely. either Green Bay is going to be smart and sign him or someone else is going to pick him up right away. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's the next Adam Thielen. You know, a guy that came out of nowhere, was a practice squad guy, just worked hard and made his way onto the roster, and now all of a sudden is making plays. Yeah, but I love those players. Oh, yeah. Um, n- the last game was the big one. It, the big one. Kansas City at Baltimore. Uh, I know you had Baltimore winning this game. I did. I had Kansas City winning this game, and it wasn't nearly as close as the score would indicate. <laughs> oh, no. The the Chiefs, I mean, you could see it in, towards the end of the third period going into the fourth quarter. They, they weren't aiming to score the point. This the ball, They weren't aiming to score anymore. It was purely run that clock down. And Mahomes has been just been incredible. I mean, in the uh, first half alone... You know, I have Mahomes as my fantasy quarterback. In the first half alone, he had 27 fantasy points. You know, and then after he didn't get much after that because after that, they weren't really trying to push the ball down the field and score the right. way they were. And Alaire, I mean, he hasn't matched his first game yet. But what people don't realize when they see him is he still is making defense watch him. Because the second they take attention off of him, he will bust one on you. I mean, this dude is someone that will run you over or run right past you. He does not care one way or another. He's getting by you. Right. I mean, he had 20 carries, 64 yards, but he also had five catches for 70 yards. You know, so... And there's so much more to that, though. There's, there's the, there is the chance of him busting out that run. He can pass block like none other. Yeah, he's a, he's a pretty <laughs> damn good pass blocker. But... Lamar Jackson looked like shit. Did he even break 100 yards passing? No, he had 97 yards passing. Uh, Is what, 80-some yards rushing? Yeah, nine carries for 83 yards. But, you know, if you can, like, if you can force him to be a passer, if you can make it to where he won't run or can't run, he's average. But we know his arm is better than that. We saw it last year when he got MVP. His arm was better. Again, there is something holding him back. And he's I think last year it was more... Teams didn't know right. how to 
plan for him, which you see a lot of times with these running quarterbacks. You know, they'll have one great year. Tim Tebow, first year was amazing. But yeah. then teams start leaving a spy on you. They start watching you. And then it gets in their head and it just sets there. Yeah. But, you know, one of the f- coolest plays, I guess, in that game was where they lined up Hill in the backfield with Mahomes in the shotgun. And they played like a little sweep action so that the whole defense started going and they just sat the fullback right in the middle and Mahomes kind of shovel passed it to him for like a two-yard touchdown. Like, yeah, and it was pretty. It was it was great to watch. Tyreek Hill, he's got to be involved in the game, even if you're not throwing the ball because he didn't have that an impressive, he didn't have that impressive game like last week, you know. But again, he's somebody you have to always watch. You always have to account for him. And when you do that, that leaves Sammy Watkins, that leaves Travis Kelsey. Mercole Hardman, four catches, 81 yards. That One of those was a really long pass, though, wasn't 49 it? 49 yards. Yeah, so, but he's good. He's he's slowly growing up. He's slowly ro- growing into right. his Right, I mean, well. they, they drafted him to be the Tyreek Hill replacement when they thought Tyreek Hill was going to get suspended. You know, so he's got that speed. He's got, you know, he's got everything that Hill had, just not quite as good, but he can develop into that. Oh, and he's got Tyreek Hill to work with him, you know? Right. So, so I don't That's Kansas City offense is dangerous. Like Their defense isn't looking bad either. No, no. I mean. You know, last year they, they, they had the best defense in the NFL once the playoffs came around. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they're not looking too shabby on the on the defensive side of the ball, and that was where my concern was. I mean, granted, you always look at their run defense, and they're always thirty first, thirty second in the NFL. But I mean, so far they've held up really well. Yeah. Um, let's look ahead to this next week. We got the Thursday game, another snooze fest. Broncos Worst game of the week. Broncos at Jets. I don't know what's with the NFL putting these shit games on Thursdays. Like like I said last week, it was Dolphins and Jaguars. Nobody wants to watch that. Like, well, the Dolphins. I'm I'm more interested in the Dolphins than either of these other three teams because they have a chance to be good. Um, but I know we're making picks, so Broncos Jets. I'm gonna go Broncos. But I would not be surprised if it ended in another tie. I'm going to take the Jets just because Broncos have a quarterback that nobody's heard of. Yeah, but the Broncos, I mean, granted, they don't have Lindsey anymore. We don't know how long he'll be out for. But they still have Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I, I'm going to take the Jets because they're at home. It's basically a pick em. Right, yeah, I mean. Um, Chargers at the Bucks. Uh I'd like to see the Chargers pick up a win, but I don't. With with missing all the pieces that they're missing on defense, I don't see it happening. No, and Brady's starting to roll. So I'm I'm gonna take the Bucks. I don't want to, but I will. I'll agree with you there. Uh, Colts Bears. I'll take the Colts. Depends. Who's walking out of that tunnel as the starting quarterback? Nick Foles. They already said. Did they? Yep. I'm going with Bears. Okay. Uh, another doo doo ass game. Jaguars Bengals. Uh, I think the Bengals finally pick up a win. I'm going to go for it because they got to win sometime. Yeah. I mean, what's their losing streak at right now? 
I'm not sure. Oh, it's ridiculous. I know that much. Um, we got Browns at Cowboys. I know you're going to pick the Cowboys. No, not. No. I figured you would. Their defense is too beat up. I, I figured you want, you'd want to keep your wife happy. They they got one starting linebacker still in the game. One. And, I mean, Dak, I'm losing faith in him. Ezekiel Elliott's had, what, one game over 100 yards? Okay, but you say you're that you're losing faith in Dak, but he's the leading, yardage-wise, leading passer in the NFL right now. Okay, how many touchdowns does he have? Uh, five. Same as Matt Stafford. I mean... It's just, he's not getting it done. You watched it last week. They put the game in his hands, and he did nothing except for throw an interception. I'm sure Romo's proud of him. Um, I don't really know who I want to pick him out. I'll take Dallas. Just because. Because they're at home. Okay. Um, then we got Saints-Lions. I think the Saints finally kind of get on track. I'd like to think so. I'm going to go with the Lions on this one. I mean, my gut's saying Saints. I, I picked the Saints, you know, at the beginning of the season. But watching it now, I think the Lions really have a chance in this one. Uh, Seahawks, Dolphins, Hawks. Yeah. Sorry, Fitzmagic. You're not going to have that this time. No. Ravens, Washington. Ravens. Yeah. Uh, cards, Panthers. Uh, I'll go with the Cards. Yeah, I got to go with the Cards. Didn't McCaffrey get hurt? Yeah, McCaffrey's out yeah, for the year. So, I mean, that really hurts him. Uh, Vikings, Texans. I'll take the Vikings. I I can't go with Watson. He hasn't done it yet, so yeah, Vikings. Giants, Rams. 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 Uh, Patriots, Chiefs. 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 Bills, Raiders. Bills. Where is it? it it's in Vegas. Bills. Uh, Eagles, Niners. Niners. Yeah. Uh, Steelers-Titans, it's postponed at the moment because of COVID, but I think they're going to play it Monday. They'll probably be a doubleheader Monday. Uh, I'll take Steelers. Yeah. And Falcons-Packers, I'll take the Packers. Packers. Although I can, it wouldn't surprise me if the Falcons went up by double digits, though. Yeah, and then pissed it away again. <laughs> That's what um, they do. Yeah. It. Oh. Let's go over to... NBA, uh, game one of the finals is tonight. That's changed in 42 minutes quite yeah, drastically. When, when we started this podcast, the Lakers were down 10, and now they're up 65-48 at half. So that changed rather quick. Um, but I, I have, regardless of who came out of the East, whether it had been the Celtics or the Heat, I was taking Lakers in six, either way. See, I got Lakers going five. I I just don't think when you look at the Lakers roster, like they they it wouldn't surprise me if it was a four zero sweep. The Lakers are good. The Lakers are still having fun. The Lakers have always been the pick, and Miami wasn't even talked about in our previous shows about making it. If if. LeBron loses this finals, do you think that hurts his legacy? No, I think it goes right along with his legacy. Making it all the way and then losing. 
He's a John Elway in the NBA. Um, how many titles do you think it'll take for LeBron to like get up in the get get a jersey in the rafters or get a statue? Two in L.A. Yeah, he's already gonna get one. No. Have you not seen how it, like, and it's not necessarily just his gameplay, but the city loves the man. I think he needs at least two before they put his jersey up there. I mean, yeah, he's an all-time great, but he did most of his work before he ever got to L.A., so I don't, I think at least two titles before they put his jersey in the rafters. I think he'll get three. But, I mean, I just really like the Lakers team that they're pulling together. I think... Um, but yeah, two, two would be good. To, I mean, but would it though? I mean, the last jersey that got raised was Kobe and he had what? Five. Yeah. Plus he changed the way basketball has been played yeah. since the two thousands. I think LeBron has two, maybe three years left in him. I think the Lakers are going to make it a priority to get Anthony Davis re-signed. I don't think they're going to let him walk. I don't, I don't necessarily think he wants to walk. He knows that LeBron's time is coming to an, to an end. He knows that this is going to be his team. And, you know, L.A. is a destination spot. It's not, you know. Oh, everybody wants to go to L.A. Well, not right now. I mean, the whole state's on fire. But normally everybody wants to go to L.A. Yeah. It, it's kind of like, and I hate the Yankees, but I have to use them. It's kind of like the Yankees, you know. No matter who you are, if you have an opportunity to play for the Yankees, you're going to take it. Yeah. Just because of everything that comes with it. Same way with the Lakers. Yeah. Um, across town, the Clippers fired Doc Rivers. I didn't see that coming at all. No. Like, why? The the Clippers are usually the laughing stock of the NBA. They're right there with the Knicks. You know, you don't ever consider them a hard game. No, but you know it's going being up three one when you're expected when you're I don't want to say expected when you are presumed to be a favorite in the West and you lose up three one that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, but should Utah fire their head coach? Yeah, but Utah wasn't expected to make noise. There's been expected. Utah was, what, a seven seed? I think so, yeah. Well, they're ahead of Denver, however that played out. Denver was a three seed. I th okay, I thought Utah was ahead of them. But, um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. That He's a good coach. I mean, there's going to be some NBA team out there that's really excited to hear this. Oh, yeah, he he's already talking to the Sixers. Oof. Which I think that's a good fit for him. I think he can go out there and... And get the most out of Joel Embiid. I mean, look at the way. Yeah, and the that, Sixers are climbing already. So I look mean, at the way that he had DeAndre Jordan playing. You know, he was getting, you know, he was getting the the most juice for the squeeze out of that. You know, so if he can go out there with Joel Embiid and you know get his game right, I, I think that's a good fit. And I mean. You know, Paul didn't help at all this this playoffs. 
No. So, I no. mean, that's... I, I don't know who gave him the nickname Playoff P, but <laughs> you gave him... Uh, you you have to compete him. in the playoffs before you get a nickname that involves playoff. Uh, maybe they gave it to him as a joke, kind of like when you call a, a big guy tiny. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I mean, that's the old, that makes more sense than anything else with it, so... Um, you know, LeBron says that there's no extra feelings or meanings to it, but, you know, do you think it means more that this finals is against his previous coach and team? It's against the Heat. It's against Eric Spolstra, you know, a coach that he won a championship for. It, it's got to be somewhere in his mind, but you would never expect a professional athlete to come out and be like, yeah, you know. It's just like the memes going around, though. Who's D-Wade going for? Right. Is he going for Miami, his old team, or is he going with his best buddy? Right. But, you know, I I honestly never saw the Heat being in the finals. I, I didn't. I, I thought it was either going to be the Bucks or the Celtics, and the Heat just kind of turned it on. Well, and let's face it, the Celtics lost that series on their own. The Celtics looked like hot garbage, like they were just wore out. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, after they got past the Bucks, I was like, there's no way. You know, no way they're going to drop it now. I mean, I, I know my dude Corey out there is a, a, a big Celtics fan. I'm sorry, but they looked like dumpster juice, bro. My boss is a Celtics fan. I'm laughing my ass off. <laughs> um, so, so, like I said, we got game one of the finals going on. Um, the... Baseball playoffs also started tonight, or no, they started yesterday, actually. Uh, I mean, we got Yankees-Indians. Yesterday, the Yankees put up, what, 12 runs? You know, and, and they went up 1-0 there. My Dodgers are playing right now. They're winning. They're the presumptive favorites. The Dodgers is the team to beat. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we were looking at, you know, the numbers before the playoffs even started, and... There's just no one competing with them right now. I think the surprise playoff team is the Marlins. I mean, I never expected them to be there after, you know, they, I guess, tanked last year and then all the COVID stuff this year where they had a bunch of outbreaks. But, you know, I think with Derek Jeter being in charge down there, I think he brings a winning culture. I think he's, you know, teaching them how to win. I mean... Oh, and he's the best to do it. I mean... But... Any team that's in the playoffs right now, they have to be thinking, we have to beat the Dodgers in order to get anything. Yeah. And it's that's not going to be easy. Yeah. I mean, right now, the Dodgers are up 2 nothing at the end of the first. And they're, they're, without a doubt, the presumptive favorites. I mean... Their bats this year have just been unreal. Yeah. Um, we've got college football going on right now, too. The, you know, we're got the SEC came back. We got, you know, Pac-12 said that they're going to come back. You know, your Big Ten's coming back. Yeah, but see, that comes with bittersweet. Like, I was so excited when they announced that the Big Ten was going to resume play. And then they released Nebraska's schedule. <laughs> Ouch, that hurt. Like Nebraska made all that noise and caused all that problem, so they said, here, we're going to stick it to you with no lube. 
I mean, they ain't even spit. Like, first three weeks is a very brutal, you know, schedule. You got Ohio State, I think it's Northwestern, and then Penn State. Ouch. Yeah. Like, thank you for giving us Purdue, but that's not even exciting anymore because Moore's back. Right. <laughs> but, no, I'm, I'm just super excited that all the sports are back. You know, they're, they're talking about college basketball is getting ready to come back. We just finished up the, the hockey playoffs. Congratulations to the Lightning. Um, but I'm just I'm just excited. Like, this is the time of the year for me. I mean, oh yeah, I, I love sports. You know, um, but getting back to college football real quick, the best thing about it is I I think we now get to remove that question mark on whoever the national champion is. Ohio State's back. They have the chance to get to where they need to be. So you can't question mark it anymore. You know, I'm not sure how they're going to handle that with, you know, everybody not playing the same amount of games. and. Um, by the sound of it, the way they're going to... Ha- <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> the way they're going to handle it is uh, they're going to remove the bowl eligibility requirement, which I do not agree with. Um a four and three team does not get a playoff spot, uh, a bowl game over, you know, a six and six or a five and seven team. Right, but it's. But hey, removing the eligibility makes people talking about Huskers getting into a bowl game. So yeah, I mean, we'll we'll keep an eye on that and we'll keep you guys posted on that. Um, you know, I'm ready to watch some football. I'm ready to watch the NBA playoffs. Lots of stuff going on. Um, so you know. Yeah, and don't forget about that baseball because it's it's gonna get interesting. Yeah, it's it's heating up fast. Um, but I want to thank everybody for for being here this week and listening to us. Um, it, it's been fun. It's been it was nice to be back. It was, and you know, it just kind of feels like you're missing something when I'm not here on you know yeah Fortnite. yeah. So, um, but anyway, this has been Lazy Boy Coaches. I'm Scott. I'm Alan, and we will see you guys next week. <laughs>